story begins in 1942, when a nurse who had formerly graduated from New York's Columbia Presbyterian School of Nursing fell deathly ill and was rushed to New Haven Hospital in Connecticut. There, she was quickly diagnosed with a streptococcal infection, a very common illness with a high mortality rate at the time. With temperature spiking to over 107 degrees Fahrenheit and an onset of delirium, it seemed that all hope was lost. In a matter of pure fortunate coincidence, another patient of her doctor's was John F. Fulton, a friend of a powerful pathologist at Oxford University, who was able to convince Merck Pharmaceuticals to send 5.5 grams of an experimental drug to their hospital. This drug was penicillin. Within 24 hours of administration, her fever had declined rapidly, and within days, she was eating full meals again. Her rapid recovery from what, seemed, from what seemed imminent death went on to save the lives of tens of thousands during the rising Second World War. In another matter of pure coincidence, the discovery of penicillin took place 14 years before Ann Miller's near-death experience, when Alexander Fleming discovered that the secretions from a certain mold could kill some bacteria. The same bacteria that had infected Mrs. Miller and thousands of others within the United States. The research on this drug was almost dropped within the following years until that very same researcher at Oxford, Howard Florey, saw hope for the drug. Although its profound use did not come until World War II, where bullets and gas were not the only things killing soldiers and civilians. The advent of penicillin brought hope to the sick and dying soldiers of World War II. For the first time in history, we saw an unprecedented amount of collaboration between scientists, pharmaceutical companies, go governments, and distributors. While scientists understood the bactericidal capabilities of the drug, they could not understand how to extract the pure substance. Once they were able to ferment the mold in great quantities, the tides began to change. The common practice for battlefield surgeons consisted of draining the wound, removing large debris, and then leaving it open to heal, which would typically lead to lethal infection. With penicillin, the surgeons could simply clean the wound out, spread penicillin powder over the area, and then close the wound to heal with an incredibly decreased risk of infection. This helped save the lives of upwards of 100,000 men across all the Allied lines. Eighty years later, antibiotics such as penicillin are being used at an even greater number of people around the world. The antibacterial properties of penicillin stimulated research across all sectors in many parts of the world. The search for a new wonder drug was underway and would give rise to many of the antibiotics that we see today. Within my own lifetime, I've never had to worry about the possibility of death by a simple scratch or splinter like the people did 80 years ago. Today, there are antibiotics for hundreds to thousands of different microbial, microbial strains. They have become a routine part of nursing practice today, just as they were for the battlefield surgeons in 1940. After further research could take place, we are now much more cautious with our administration of penicillins due to the risk of allergy as well as bacterial resistance. This has become a critical part of our role as nurses to ensure that even our medicines won't harm our patients.